Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dear Perfect World podcast, hosted by me. My name's Erica, and I am very happy, very, very happy to be here. Uh, I think with each episode, I get more and more excited to share these stories with all of you, and I am very grateful that I am trusted with all of these stories. I can't express to you how happy I get every time I open up my email and I see a story pop up. I just get very excited and I'm very happy to be able to share that with everyone on here, everyone listening, and I know it would help a lot of people through their healing or their understanding of what's going on with them them in their lives. I know that the last episode I have received a lot of love and it was amazing to hear how that episode really touched others and as well as the individual that sent it to me. Um, It just made me so happy to know that somebody else's story helped a lot of other people. And yeah, I, yeah, that's something to be grateful for, right? I know lately things have been very crazy. (laughs) Things have been a little, uh, things have been a mess, let's be honest, Um, with these elections and everybody just going crazy about them and just acting a fool. And I kind of want to take a second to catch my breath. I know it sounds weird, but I feel like a lot of us don't sit down to catch our breath. Uh, We're not really aware of how we're breathing or being mindful of our breath. I feel like when we're interacting or talking with other people, our minds are going like 100 miles an hour and we're talking so fast. And it's very easy to like, I don't know, lose your breath while you're talking. I know I do sometimes when I'm really passionate about something. So yeah, I just want to make sure that we do that. We take a breath today. So if you want to join me in this breath, I will be so happy. Um, I want to take a couple seconds to do this. Uh, With this breath, we can just think about something we're grateful for. Uh, For me... Mine would be a cup of coffee. I had my first one today after two days, which is really crazy for for me. (laughs) So just take a couple seconds and just really, really think about what we're grateful for. Thank you so much for taking those couple seconds with me. It helped me just now uh, calm myself down, and I hope it helped you too. And with that, I would love to start this new entry. This entry is titled, Prisoner of the Mind. Dear Perfect World, If only you can actually be perfect. If you were perfect, I would not constantly feel a level of anxiety. 
so much so that I did not realize it was my functioning state until a few months ago. Watching the murder of George Floyd and reading about the murder of Breonna Taylor brought back this terrible memory from when I was 16 years old. Long story short, my brother was driving my friends and I to Sonic. We were pulled over for no reason, and we all ended up with guns pointed at us. I'll never forget the nervousness in the face of the female officer whose gun was maybe a foot or two from me after she opened the passenger side door and began barking orders at me. I did not comply to anything that she said because I knew that we did nothing wrong. Everyone in the car was fearful that they would unload on us and the car, except for me. I was angry, furious. My brother, a university student at the time, and three high schoolers, all on the honor roll, but none of that mattered because we were young, black males. Although we had done nothing wrong, we were guilty until proven innocent. And we might not have gotten the chance to prove our innocence had any one of the seven officers around the car had gotten antsy. We would have been some of the names that you see on these Instagram posts, posters, t-shirts, etc. Hashtags before the hashtag existed. From that day on, unbeknownst to me, something changed in me. I became anxious at the thought of presence of police officers. But it was a different sort of anxious. Not the type of anxiety where someone gets nervous and shuts down. But the type where my mind began racing and the anger began to fuel me. It focused me on a few things. Every day I wanted to be smarter, stronger, faster. I began to work out more, read more, even learn to handle different types of weapons. This was entirely in response, no, preparation for another similar police encounter. My dedication to my mental and physical fitness is, I guess one could say, inspired by those racist cops. When I was 16, I had a loud mouth and acted accordingly. But I feel that I got a pass because I was so young. When this happens again, I will, again, handle it on my own terms. Remain fearless, but a more controlled aggression. If it must reach that next level, I will be prepared for it. I do not fear death, especially not at the hands of cops, but I refuse to let them make me feel helpless. No one should ever feel helpless when interacting with those who are supposed to protect them. 
although I began this entry by saying that the world isn't perfect, the police structure in the United States runs the way it has, it was designed to. In that sense, it is perfect. To make the world a more perfect place, we have to break some of these systems that are working perfectly to mistreat our fellow citizens. Farewell, perfect world, from an imperfect man. I, I got very emotional at the end. I am sure... <laughs> I'm sure many of you heard me, but I did. Um, it hurts me. This this topic fucking hurts me. Um, I care a lot about people and good people, no matter where you're from. And to hear people getting mistreated for no reason. It it angers me. I get so frustrated. I do I just cry, man. I know with the murders that were mentioned, like George Floyd and Brianna, I remember those days where I found that out and I remember I will never forget the feeling that I had. I think a lot of us will never forget that. It angered me, especially when George Floyd died, that many people, many white people, were were digging up George Floyd's past life or what he did and trying to make this image of him of being a bad person to justify his murder listen i don't i don't give a fuck that george floyd was in a porno i don't give a fuck about that the point is nobody deserves to die the way he did the way he was treated that wasn't that That made no sense to me. How aggressive these cops were. How they just threw him on the ground. How they knew that he could not breathe. And people were yelling at them that he could not breathe and he was struggling. And they still didn't give a fuck. So you're gonna tell me that you're gonna dig up all his past shit, all his past life, and what he did to justify these fucking monsters that did murder him. They did murder him. And they knew they were murdering him in front of people and they did not care. You're going to tell me that's going to justify that action? I think that's what pissed me off the most about this situation. Not only because of the way he died, but how other people were trying to justify his killers and his killers are still free they're still free this man had a daughter 
this man called out to his mother as a mother i fucking broke down i'm sure a lot of mothers out there did nobody fucking deserves to die like that nobody deserves to die in their own home sleeping and just like george floyd they were trying to build this case that Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend were terrible people. That they were, I think they said they were holding drugs over there or had some type of drug over there. When guess what? That wasn't even the case. They had nothing. And they had the, they had the balls to try to say that Brianna Taylor's boyfriend shouldn't have pulled out his gun when they were the ones that came into his home unannounced with weapons. He was trying to protect his home. You're going to tell me that that's what's messed up in this case? And Breonna Taylor's case is fucking sad because she never got justice. And mind you, there were many, many... (laughs) many evidence that supported that this was foul play that what these cops did it was not right the warrant was fake everything they said was a lie and fake like there was so much evidence to this and yet nobody got convicted there was no justice served Listen, I, I'm not black. I don't have dark skin. Though I am Puerto Rican and I am a minority, I'm not black. I don't know that side of things. I don't know what black people go through every day. And I can't imagine being fearful for your life every day, every time you go outside. Every time you drive, being fearful of your children, I can't imagine that. I live in a town where it's racist, and there's a a lot of racist people around. Uh, There's not that many Hispanics. We're probably like, I don't even know, I think it's less than 5% of this population. I get fearful of putting up my Puerto Rican flag in my car. I am fearful of blasting Spanish music. But I do use the advantage of my light skin to be white passing or to act white passing in order for me not to feel like I am getting targeted. I get nervous when my dad visits because he's dark and the last time he came to visit people did look at him. I get nervous when other family members come because it's the same thing. Imagine living that fear every fucking day because of your skin color. You cannot hide. There's no hiding. 
there's no white passing, as they say. Like, I can't imagine what black people have to go through every day. And that's why, that's why that this whole, there's freedom in this country, like, oh, it's freedom of speech. This whole phrase of freedom has been associated with the United States forever. And yet, this country is the last country to have freedom. This country is on stolen land. This country will kill somebody because of their skin color or because they're not white. This country will judge other people because they're not Christians, because they are LGBTQ+. People here will judge other people for who they are. And many people have to watch their back in order to be safe, in order to not be targeted, in order for not to be followed. It's fucking sad. It's fucking sad how this country is. I... I get nervous to raise my son in this world. Because of how this world is, I may not want any more children. I'm already nervous enough with my son when he grows up, when he knows, like, he has friends, he starts speaking Spanish, his curly hair, you know he's not white, like, I get nervous about that, and that's something you should not be nervous about. <laughs> you should not be nervous about who you are. I think that's why it's very important for us to fight for each other, fight with each other, not against each other. Because there are, there are so many people in this world, especially in this country, that think they have the right to decide who gets to live, who gets to be shot at, who gets to have these fancy houses, these high-paying jobs, all these luxuries that is is pretty well known in the white community, is really rarely seen in the black community, in the Latin community, in the Asian community, and etc. That's why there's a fight now. There's a fight to fight for other people, to fight for black lives, to fight for human beings. Because nobody should keep living like this. This should not, this should not continue.
I fight for my family members. I fight for my best friends. I fight for complete strangers because nobody deserves this. I want to thank this individual that sent me this entry. It really means a lot that you opened up about this and that you wanted to share it. I am very, very grateful you did because this needs to be talked more. People need to hear these experiences more because it's not the same thing hearing it from news reporters or presidents. It's not the same thing. So hearing these stories is very important, especially now. So thank you. It, it means the world. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, this entry. I know I did. I did cry. I had to stop the podcast for a second. I did. I had all these emotions, but I'm really glad that I got an entry like this because, like I said before, this needs to be talked about. So please share this episode with your friends, family, whoever that needs to hear more about this and more real-life experiences about this. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Peace, love. Remember to breathe during these elections and stay safe. Bye.